The Harper Decade, Housing First but Affordable Housing Last. Not the draconian character that many homelessness activists feared, Stephen Harper has a mixed record on homelessness and affordable housing. On one hand, he unexpectedly came to support evidence-based policy innovations such as Housing First and is encouraging local communities to gather better data on the chronically homeless population through a nationally coordinated point-in-time count in January 2016. On the other hand, and more importantly, he continues to fail to acknowledge the federal government's key role in addressing the affordable housing crisis in Canada. Housing First is a successful and promising intervention to end homelessness, but its success can be undermined by two things, a lack of adequate funding for the program itself and a lack of investments in affordable housing. Since taking the helm in 2006, Prime Minister Harper's record on homelessness is characterized by incremental policy changes to existing programs launched by his predecessors, accompanied by scaled-back funding in critical areas, such as the Homelessness Partnering Strategy. The Harper decade, therefore, has been one of a holding pattern which serves to manage homelessness without making any meaningful progress towards ending it. Homelessness emerged as a highly visible problem in the 1990s, largely due to provincial government welfare state retrenchment and drastic cuts by the federal liberal government to long-standing affordable housing programs. Leading homelessness researchers in Canada estimate that over 235,000 different Canadians experience homelessness every year, and over 35,000 are homeless on any given night. While chronic visible homelessness tends to be concentrated in urban centres, rural and northern communities also face significant challenges with hidden homelessness, which includes couch surfing, extreme overcrowding, and inadequate or unsafe living conditions. No region of Canada, no urban centre, or even rural town escapes the issue of homelessness, which may be caused by any number and combination of factors, including the lack of affordable housing, underemployment, insufficient mental health and addiction services, personal trauma, violence and victimization, and of course, poverty. Two main programs constitute Harper's policy on homelessness and affordable housing. The Investments in Affordable Housing Program, or the IAH, and the Homelessness Partnering Strategy, HPS. To fully understand Harper's impact, we must place it in a larger historical context, as Harper's IAH and HPS share significant characteristics with their predecessors, introduced by the Liberals in the early 2000s. These programs marked a limited re-entry by the federal government into the area of homelessness and affordable housing after the Chrétien government made drastic cuts to construction of new social housing in the mid-1990s. Prior to these cuts, the federal government played a major role in the provision of affordable housing in Canada, partnering with provincial housing agencies to build tens of thousands of units of affordable housing annually across the country. Today, there are over 600,000 units of social housing across Canada, the vast majority of which were built following the Second World War until the early 1990s. Under the Liberals, the annual construction of new social housing was reduced to nearly zero by 1996. Leading researchers and advocates in Canada pinpoint the origins of the homelessness crisis in Canada to the massive federal government cuts to affordable housing provisions in the 1990s and the welfare retrenchment that followed. Following this crisis they in large part created, the federal government tiptoed back into the area of affordable housing with the Affordable Housing Initiative, or the AHI. Under this initiative, 
the government entered into bilateral agreements with all the provinces to provide relatively modest contributions to affordable housing projects. The AHI directly invests a modest $124 million annually in affordable housing in partnership with provincial governments. Under Harper, the AHI was renamed the Investment in Affordable Housing Program, the IAH, in 2011, and the available funds were doubled to $250 million annually until 2019. Though a substantial increase from previous Liberal government commitments to affordable housing, this is still orders of magnitude less than what is required to address the housing crunch across Canada. Experts and advocates argue that the expanded IAH is not even half of what is required of the federal government to adequately address Canada's vast affordability deficit. Harper's Homelessness Partnering Strategy, the HPS, in contrast, is not an affordable housing program. In 2007, the HPS replaced the National Homeless Initiative, the NHI, created by the Liberal government in 2000, though this was initially little more than a name change. The fundamental features of the HPS remain the same as they were under the NHI. The federal government offers a small pot of money to 61 designated cities and communities across the country to assist them with devising homelessness plans and funding projects and programs that respond to the unique conditions of homelessness at the local level. HPS dollars must be matched by investment at the local level, either from provincial, local, or community partners, and thus become a mechanism to spur further investment. Local investments typically include homelessness services such as drop-in centers, addiction programs, and other supportive measures. Municipalities are not permitted to use HPS funds towards the construction of affordable housing. In any case, the funds allocated to each municipality via HPS are insufficient to actually construct housing units. The HPS was recently renewed by the Harper government until 2019, a five-year commitment which represents the longest phase of guaranteed funding for local communities under this program. The annual investment, however, has been reduced to $119 million. Just to keep up with inflation, the HPS should have been raised to $165 million per year. As a result, there is effectively a $46 million per year gap beyond the already paltry investments under the previous Liberal government. To put this small figure in context, the Harper government allocates substantially more money annually to its communication staff, $268 million, than to its homelessness partnering strategy of $119 million. Another important change came in 2013 when the Harper government shifted towards the Housing First philosophy. Housing First is a recovery-oriented approach to homelessness that involves moving people who experience homelessness into independent and permanent housing as quickly as possible with no preconditions, and then providing them with additional services and supports as needed. This is in contrast to the Treatment First or Staircase model, which has a number of requirements such as sobriety before the person can access long-term stable housing. The new policy prescription demands that HPS cities and communities allocate at least 65% of their funds towards projects aligned with Housing First principles. This policy shift corresponds with the conclusions of a major cross-city study conducted by the Mental Health Commission of Canada called Chez Soi or At Home, which tested the effectiveness of Housing First as an intervention for ending chronic homelessness across Canada. The Chez Soi At Home project adhered to the gold standard of research. It was a randomized controlled experiment, thus isolating the effects of rapid rehousing and supports on individual outcomes. The results of the study are unequivocal. 
it is far less expensive and far more effective in the long run to rapidly rehouse a chronically homeless individual with support services than it is to let an individual cycle through the shelter system or live on the streets. These findings from the Shea At Home Project have directly shaped the federal government's abrupt policy shift towards Housing First in the HPS in 2013. Some groups, such as the RAPSEM in Montreal or the Portland Housing Society, prefer to offer a broader array of housing options to chronically homeless individuals. But others, such as the City of Toronto and Street of Home Foundation in Vancouver, have long been doing housing first and are thus not overly affected by this change. Harper's government also announced in 2015 that the federal government would be funding nationally coordinated point-in-time counts across the country. The government will make new funding available to communities who wish to conduct a point-in-time count of the homeless population. Point-in-time counts are a valuable source of information about the local homeless population, and while they are not well suited to understanding the hidden forms of homelessness, such as couch surfing, they provide community groups and advocates with crucial data regarding the chronically homeless population. For this, and for recognizing the evidence behind Housing First, Harper is to be praised. Yet we should refrain from any sustained applause. Given the severe underinvestment in housing infrastructure that would support the Housing First policy, Harper's record on homelessness and affordable housing is decidedly mixed. In policy terms, the shift towards Housing First principles for especially vulnerable populations, like the chronically homeless, is supported by leading research and many community groups across the country. But the policy is woefully under-resourced, which likely fatally undermines its effectiveness. Implemented on its own without accompanying investments in health, social assistance, and most importantly, housing, Housing First has a harder edge. It looks a lot like very narrowly circumscribed, hyper-targeted social policy, which is consistent with a neoliberal vision that carves out a small set of deserving poor and excludes a much larger segment of the non-deserving poor. If, however, Housing First programs were adequately funded and accompanied by adequate investments in social or affordable housing, we might begin to make meaningful progress towards eliminating homelessness in Canada. The fundamental problem of homelessness and affordable housing in Canada does not lie with the policy itself, but rather with the pitiful scale of financial investment by the national government. A common maxim in public administration is that great policy plans without resources are fantasies. Indeed, it is a fantasy to believe that we can get a handle on homelessness in Canada without a real commitment from the federal government.